Nora Davis's mock exam, and mine. I doubt Mr Smith, whose real name has been changed just in case he catches me ranting here about something that happened nine whole years ago that I still can't really properly get over and will never forgive him for, even noticed I was sat in his class that day taking that sociology mock exam. He probably didn't even blink whilst decorating my essay with his red pen, sort of following whatever marking scheme he had at hand. I was that quiet kid who said nothing, never raised a hand and sat right in the back row hidden away, more often than not directly behind the prim and proper Nora Davis, name also changed, who always made sure her voice was heard. And I was often forgotten about, left to my own devices, that strange kid with a bad fringe wearing black nail varnish. Mr Smith, however, rushing through my mock exam, noted that I deserved a 38 marks out of the designated 40 for my timed essay writing, and begrudgingly wrote good effort at the bottom of the paper. Which, I thought nothing of. Yeah, it was a good effort, until I rocked up to class the next day, faced with Nora Davis, yet again in front of me, bragging to the girl next to her about how well she'd done. Over her shoulder, I saw Arverchog, excellent, in big, bold letters on the page, with, with a 35 out of 40. Now, this was something I struggled to comprehend. Bad feedback for a good mark, and glowing feedback for an alright one. And the only thing I could come up with was that Mr Smith just didn't like me. And, well, he definitely didn't like me after what I did next. In front of everyone, I got up. Sir? The usually noisy class fell eerily silent. For I, me of all people, had raised my voice. And as I asked why my high mark wasn't considered spectacular enough, Mr Smith's usually assertive, slightly cocky manner crumbled, as he couldn't quibble with the case I'd presented in front of him. And as I asked, realising I'd shocked all 17 of my fellow students, of whom ranged from footballers, rugby boys, a few girly girls and a fellow emo kid, into silence, I realised why I'd had that good effort for my work. You see, Nora Davis had asked for it, put herself out there, practically left an apple at Mr Smith's desk, she was that type of girl, striding into the classroom, blonde highlighted ponytail swishing, announcing she had just left choir practice, dripping with confidence. I, on the other hand, dragged my feet about the place, shuffled, too scared, too shy to raise a hand, so frightened of saying the wrong thing, getting an incorrect answer, even though I always knew I was perfectly well, I was right, and yet I always wanted to be found, to be spotted, for someone to notice I could put together a good essay that I could write well. And no, I won't forgive nor forget that Mr Smith, accidentally, there was no malicious intent really, I doubt it, made a mug out of me that day. Because it took me that good effort, at the end of my rather well-written essay, if I do say so myself, for me to raise my voice, for me to start talking, for me to put myself out there for the well-dones and fantastics that I've worked for since. I haven't quite got the essay framed up on my wall. It's kept safely in a drawer to this day. But I thank Mr Smith for that mock exam 
along with Nora Davis's mock exam, reminds me occasionally that I've always got to ask for, sometimes demand, and absolutely go and get what I want and deserve. <laughs>